What's up, friends? You're listening to the On the Mats podcast with the hosts, Cody and Beverly Britt. We are broadcasting from a horse farm in a tiny Ozark town with one stop sign and the hot spot is Dollar General. But we love jiu-jitsu and all forms of combat sports. Our mission is to bring you the latest and greatest in combat sports mixed with some powerful tips and stories to help you in your martial arts journey along the way. We're always up for listener requests, feedback, and we'd love to hear your story, so give us a shout. And listen, life is short, just keep on rolling. This is On The Mats Podcast, episode one, take one. What's up, guys? This is the current news. Jake Paul is fighting Anderson Silva on October 29th, and Chuck Liddell and his ex-wife, who split in October after a domestic violence dispute, are still battling out custody. Heidi is suggesting that he has CTE and his violent outrage is getting worse, but the judges have said that they both have a drug problem and they aren't favoring either one of them. No favor, no flavor. While we're talking about news, we're going to talk about ADCC for just a second. Gordon Ryan comes out on top. Not a surprise in the 99-plus kilogram division. But how he does it is pretty nasty. 11-second submissions, two-minute submissions in the finals. Nasty as in good or nasty as in bad? Nasty as in, like, as in really good nachos. Yeah. (laughs) Uh goes in the super fight against Andre Galvel and Andre Galvel's been doing ADCC since like he's been champion world champion since 2011 is how long he's been winning world titles at ADCC and everyone says he smashed him and he pretty much did smash him he did but I am an Andre fan I absolutely love to watch him she likes to watch the ATOS videos (laughs) and he does a good job explaining things he's a good teacher Gordon Ryan just played his game and he outdid he took him it. that day. Mm-hmm. You know, Andre Galvel likes to come in and, and get the head really hard. You could kind of say it's it's kind of like punching, and then the ref just as soon as he hit him the first time, he said, "Stop! You can't do that." So like, he's got to change his game now. He's got to do something different. And Gordon Ryan didn't do anything different. He does the same thing all the time. Can't stop me. But it was brutal. Uh, watching the rear naked choke, it was brutal. Yeah, it's a pretty bad position when your arm's trapped. Somebody's got their leg around your arm, and they've got your other arm looped, and they're just holding your, <clears throat> and they're gonna choke you to death. It's a bad spot. I've been there. I've been on both ends of that. It's rough. Uh, while we're talking about ADCC, we're gonna talk about Craig Jones for just a little bit. He's always he's he's been coming up short for a long time. Wins a silver this time. I love Craig Jones. Sorry, brother, you've been coming up short. I love Craig Jones too, but I mean, I guess that's probably a true statement. You know, he he was on the B Team uh, YouTube channel telling everybody, you know, how he says it feels like it's kind of now or never. You know, it's thirty one. Some of these guys compete like until they're 40 he used cyborg as an example he competes at 40 and he does a great job and he says my craig says my body's not cut out to compete till i'm 40 and i know that so i've only got a few he said i might come back next year and like be haggard pretty much but you know maybe not maybe i've got a couple more in me maybe we don't i hate to think that at 31 he thinks he's old 
Not at 31 he thinks he's old. At 31 he thinks he's put his body through too much to compete until he's 40. <laughs> it's, it's all those Nicky Rod grappling matches in the gym. And then while we're talking about the ADCC, Amy Campo, she won the first ever 60 plus kilogram world title for the U.S. And I mean, go girl. That is what I have to say about that. So super stoked about her winning. Yeah, the U.S. came through, won a whole bunch of medals at ADCC. We all appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Are we ready to go on to our highlight? Dum, 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 dum. Okay, so I'm super stoked about the highlight for today. And, of course, it's Tom Hardy because why not Tom Hardy, right? So, he quietly entered the Brazilian... Okay, Tom Hardy quietly entered the Brazilian 2022 Open Championship under the name Edward Hardy, which is his real name, and then he won all three matches. And... He also won his last fight in England. So, I mean, he's really just been killing it. And he's been just quietly going in there. But veteran fighter Danny Appleby, he told a news reporter that he was just kind of shell-shocked whenever he realized that he was about to fight Tom Hardy. And he thought to himself, how am I going to compete against this Hollywood star? But he says, quote, that Tom Hardy said, just forget it's me and do what you normally do. And, I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, because he wants to do jiu-jitsu. Right. And he, you know, definitely doesn't want anyone to treat him differently. So, that's why he... I mean, to me, he looked a little shaggy. Like, uh, the way he appeared, you know, is what yeah, he looked sh- like. I'm and sure he was trying to, like, you know... He did not he look, like look like he did like, in the dark did, night. He didn't want to look like Tom Hardy yet. Yeah, he, he didn't. He absolutely wasn't him. No. He did <laughs> He wasn't. But he spoke up on Instagram, and here is our highlight, that he talked about the reason that he started jujitsu and his past addiction troubles, and he just talked about how addiction is complex. So here we are. So here's the question. Cody has a story to tell about his venture with the jujitsu, and the other day, I'm going to say what he said to me, and sometimes, as a wife, I nag on, why are you here? Why aren't you here? Why, you know, why are you always doing jujitsu? Or why is that the only thing that's on TV? And that's all we ever get to watch. But he says that that's the only thing he's been good at since he stopped doing drugs. So we're going to talk about it a little bit. But first, what is the best piece of advice that someone has ever given you? This is our impromptu interview she caught me off guard (laughs) probably honestly probably the best piece of advice somebody ever gave to me before i was going to the army i was talking to this guy that was uh he was a sniper for the ranger battalion in germany in desert storm and uh he said that when you get to basic he gave me two good pieces of advice was when you get to basic you remember that those drill sergeants are they're just talking smack none of it's personal and it's their job and you just roll on what they have to say doesn't matter and then he also told me don't volunteer for anything <laughs> that's true 
once you start, and I think we, you know, learned that at church too, is once you start volunteering, you. The one time you, just, you say, <laughs> yeah, I can run that thing. You're you get stuck running it forever. Yeah. You'll never. How yeah, many I things do, do we get volunteered for? That's probably the best advice. That's good. Yeah. That's good advice. I like that it's not personal because it's really not. Even if someone is out there, like we have the one coach that is always at jujitsu matches and he's talking smack and it's not personal at oh, all. Oh, no, it's not personal. Like, so you just I, really have to remember that and laugh too. To, I was reffing, well, I was reffing one time and that coach was like grabbing me by the shoulder and he was like, it's nothing personal, man. I've got to give you a hard time. You're the ref. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's it really cool. is. It's nothing personal. I have to shut your crap down. So, tell us your story. Tell us why. What does jujitsu do for you? Um, so, before, I guess we'll talk about it a little bit. I don't usually talk about it, but. Uh, he really doesn't talk about it, but he should. And I tell people all the time he has an amazing testimony, but let's listen to it a little bit because I, I like it. It's probably going to make me sad, but. Okay. Well, I would just do a lot of drugs, and I look back on it now, but. It was probably just to, to fill time. Because I had a lot of it and I didn't want to do anything with it. Because I probably didn't like myself. But uh, Tom already also talks about that too in, his, in the same Instagram post. That it's not just addiction that is a complex problem. But also mental issues. Or not, not just like a mental issue like a stigma. But just getting your mind right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, just probably getting your mind right. But now I can do, like, I don't really like to run. I don't like, uh, I love playing basketball, but it's hard to play basketball. It hurts my body to run and jump and doing jujitsu. I can exercise and cardio and learn and get better. And no matter how good you are, there's always somebody who just comes along and shuts you down. Not like beats you, but like shuts you down. And you're like, wow, I suck again. I've got to get better. Right. And you can think like you're on top of the world and then you grapple this next person and you're like, oh, wow, I'm not on top of the world anymore. Oh, yeah. Absolutely not. You know, and then there's, you know, on the other end of that, there's times that I've, you know, you're training with people and you're just letting them beat you up. And then you have to show them real quick that, that I could smoke you real fast and you know, kind of even out the field, but for me, jiu-jitsu is a release, like, a, it fills my time, right. whether it's, whether it's actually being in the gym, on the mats, or I'm just sitting around thinking about how to get to this position, how did that dude choke me like that, why didn't I choke him like that? Right, absolutely. How did my coach flip me over his head like that? <laughs> All the way over, six feet in the air. What? You know, how would he do it? But that's what jujitsu is for me. Is a, a time filler, and a a way to make me feel good. It makes me feel good to be good at it. I think that uh, jujitsu has a lot of mental benefits, not just 
grappling and doing good or, you know, winning medals or, you know, winning the fight or anything like that, but just mentally it helps you just, you know, I guess get out of your mind, really. So when you're grappling someone, in my experience, when you're grappling someone, you don't really have time to think about all the other things that are going on in your life. And you just you are thinking focused. about how you're going to get out of this arm bar or, you know. So I think that for me, grappling is that way. And I assume it's like that for everyone else. I hope not everyone when else you, is thinking about nachos and tacos because I don't have time to think about that. Sometimes when I'm grappling, I am thinking about nachos and tacos. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, when you first start jujitsu, you're getting smashed all the time. Somebody's, you know... Got you knee on belly, got their chest in your face, some sort of different position. They've, you know, you're just smashed. You can't breathe, can't open your lungs, and you're very, it's very claustrophobic, so you can't think. So problem solving becomes hard. And the more you do jujitsu and the better you get, the more it's, uh, it's problem solving. And you, you go from getting smashed and you start playing checkers and you move here and you move there. They take away your position here and take away your position there. And before long, you're not playing checkers, you're playing chess. So you're going a long way around. You make, you know, you're making five moves to get to the one position because, you know, that checker move doesn't work anymore. It's a... Uh, all aspects of life. It can, yeah. You can relate that to all aspects of life and it can change things in different areas. And not just your physical abilities, but... I really think that it's a, a large focus on your mental abilities, especially when we were doing the kids program. You could see that an unconfident is unconfident a word. Yeah. A non-confident. <laughs> non-confident kid learning how to do, which we always, you know, basically taught an arm bar. A kid learning how to do that changes their whole perspective of life. Mm -hmm. You know, give, gives them a boost of confidence that I think we lack so much in a state of comparison. We are constantly in comparison in social media, and I just think it's a great thing for... I think martial arts builds a lot of confidence for kids. I did a... I took a karate when I was a kid, and I was... A, we're not going to talk about it now, but I have a... My childhood was very... Is different than other people's. But a, karate gave me a... A confidence and an ability to to like stand up for myself because I had to do that a lot because I was a little kid I had glasses little skinny kid I got beat up a couple times when I was a kid stuffed under a bus seat because he's not gonna tell you that part right yeah I got kicked up under a bus seat but I was running my mouth I learned not to run my mouth and then I learned how to stand up for myself after I learned not to run my mouth yeah, so if he was going to run his mouth, he was going to learn how. <laughs> We're not going to tell my story. Maybe we'll say that for another time. But I know that there was a time in my life when I needed to be able to defend myself. So I never want anyone to think, and that's why we're kind of doing this as a, you know, a man and woman, husband and a wife, that jujitsu is also for women as well. And it can really boost your confidence as a woman because there was a time when I needed to defend myself that I couldn't. So I just think that there are so many benefits to it. And I'm so glad that someone like Tom Hardy talked about it on his platform and used that for good because it just needs to be out there for everybody, I think. 
and not maybe not just jujitsu, but combat sports or martial arts in any new form, whether that be karate or taekwondo or oh, there's a thousand MMA kinds of martial arts. Then judo. I mean, Ronda Rousey is absolutely amazing. So she's amazing at judo, and she has probably one of the you know top ten arm bars in the whole world. Right. So I just want people to think that they can. Even if it was never to do it as a sport or compete, you know, we like to do those things. But if it's not for that reason, to just build your confidence and help your mentality and make you feel a little more secure in life. I guarantee you, and you choke that person to the left of you out, it'll put a smile on your face. Right, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I always tease my brother-in-law about choking him out. If he ever lets me do it, it's going to just bring a whole new confidence to my life that maybe one day I'll just do it anyway but he's like six foot four and super tall so I have to like jump on his back or something kick him in the back of the knee and bring him down yeah. <laughs> you tell him get down here kick choke him <laughs> oh yeah uh, and so Demi Lovato and Rebel Wilson Rebel Wilson is the the funny blonde girl from Pitch Perfect, and mm-hmm. she—I was kind of surprised to see that she does jujitsu, but right. I and think it's absolutely amazing. It. So you know, obviously there's a value from the women perspective, like you said. Right. Yes. If there's anything that you could do in jujitsu, no matter what it is, what would you do? What is your biggest dream and goal? If you had infinite amount of money, what would you do? Oh. I don't know. This is a... Okay, what's your biggest goal to achieve in jiu-jitsu? I, I just want to keep getting better. I don't want to stop getting better. So you're not going to say at 32 that you're too old? <laughs> I, might, I might be too old to go to ADCC. I don't know, but I don't want to stop getting better. I don't want to be done getting better. Absolutely. That's good. I like it. This is On The Mats Podcast. Episode one, cut one. We are wrapping things up here at On Your Mats. And again, we are embarrassingly easy to find. So you can reach out to us on all the social media platforms except for Twitter. So find us there. Leave us your story. Leave us a note. Tell us that you listened. Tell us you loved it or you hated. We'd love to hear from you. And hey, again, life is too short. You have to keep on rolling.